etc. with Anna and Renee. This is week two of our official podcast. Welcome back. This week has been um, interesting mm. uh, for, for lockdown, I guess. Yeah. Um, but thank you for joining us once again. You don't have to really listen to what we say, but we appreciate but well, we hope that you appreciate the company mm-hmm. of our voices. Yeah. <laughs> our weekly recap. Anna, what has happened in your week so far? Well, it's been a very... Well, I've been on mid-semester break from university. So I've had a lot of free time, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It means that I am i don't have to worry and stress about schoolwork as much especially in the course that I'm doing. There's not really that much work to do anyway. I have had more time to, you know, go out and see people and hang out with my boyfriend and hang out with my friends and um, watch lots of TV, which has been fun. And also um, play a lot of Sims. I don't know if anybody else who's listening plays Sims, but I've been playing Sims since I was like... Oh, I want to see me like ten or something Damn. like that. I think I we had the Sims three. Oh wait, yeah. Is that like okay? I want to sound like a the biggest noob right now, like <laughs> full disclosure. But what do you play it on? Well, I play it on my laptop. Right. So it's it's a it's you have to play it on a on a computer. So okay. it's not like on a. Um, like a PS4 like a or anything. PS4 or anything. Thank God, because I don't have that. But yeah, I have been playing probably since I was about ten. Because my older sisters, they got Sims Three. Like when they used to have it on disc, like you couldn't. Like I play Sims Four now. Okay, and you I was gonna play say, it. what Sims are we up to now? Yeah, we're only up to Sims Four. But <laughs> Sims Three was around for a while. Sims Four probably came out. I want to say maybe twenty sixteen ish. Twenty fifteen. Did they update the graphics at all? Like oh yeah. Okay. A lot. I was gonna say um, if it had a long period of time between each release, like what changed? No, there's lots of lots of like uh, it's much cleaner, like the animation and everything like that. Um, what you expect? It's more, yeah, it's more modern. Obviously, it's not like the most um, high tech sort of thing. Although I don't, ugh, I kind of hate the way that they make when they make like cartoons, like cartoon people too real. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like. <laughs> like when I'm making my sim and they have like all these like really um like real sort of like faces yeah like different noses and eyebrows and stuff and then I realize how ugly people are <laughs> because it just makes them look so ugly mm-hmm. and um and that's awful but that's kind of interesting yeah. that you say it makes them look ugly though because I'd assume that they would model those features off of the most like perfect like looking features well, that people have. Well, because there's like a wide variety of options that you can choose. Right. So like you can customize like pretty much like everything. So mm-hmm. I can customize the face shape, the mouth shape, the nose, the eyes, how the eyebrows, the cheekbones, the ears, the hair, the skin color, everything. Right. Um. But I've been playing a lot of Sims, and basically my I started off with a Criminal Minds. Oh, of course, of course. So I made my favorite Criminal Minds characters, and I was trying to, um, I was trying to do justice to some of the characters and their storylines because uh-huh. some relationships should have happened that didn't happen. Right. So right. I was like, I'm gonna fix that. Yeah. Um, and then my sister like kind of challenged me to a competition type thing where we start off with like a sim that is fully randomly generated. Like I don't get to customize it. Randomly generated name. I get to pick its traits though, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, and we're basically just trying to see like who can like get the most money and be most successful and things like that without cheating, because I always cheat. Wait, what does cheating um, entail? Well, for me, I mean, cheating you can basically do anything in Sims. Like, they don't hide the fact that you can use like codes and cheat and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like become a feature of the game. Yeah. But um, for me, at least, cheating is just getting a lot of money. Right. Like, I'll just. I'll just type in, because there's, like, different codes for each thing that you want. And I just type in the code, mother load, which, like, everyone who plays Sims pretty much uses mother load. Um, and I just get a whole bunch of money. Like, I'll get, like, a million dollars. And then I don't have to make them work or anything like that. Oh, wait. I feel like, okay, so my 
knowledge of Sims doesn't extend further than you can make babies with anyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> so does a sim die if it doesn't yeah. eat? So it's like actually um, like yeah. an actual simulation of humans. Yeah. So this is why I really shouldn't play Sims because I get freaked out. But this is probably why I've been having some crazy dreams, which oh. is what I'm going to be talking about later. Yeah. But and I should not be playing Sims because it just messes with my head because you know what they can do in sims what? you can get a computer in sims and make them play sims oh my god and it Simception? freaks me out <laughs> literally like i i sit there and like i'll be going about to go to sleep after playing you know yeah. good three hours of sims and i'll be sitting there and actually thinking like wow the person who's controlling me is like neglected me sometimes when i'm driving <gasps> oh to work god. Sometimes when I'm driving to work, I'll be, like, sitting there and, like, some some days I'll be, like, really, like, feeling it and mm-hmm. having, like, a personality. And sometimes I feel like there's, like, nothing. And every single time I feel like there's nothing, I feel like my – the person who's playing Sims right now mm-hmm. is not focusing on me and they're focusing on somebody else in my family. That's... And so somebody else in my family is having their story happen and I'm on the sidelines so like because – main character moment versus not main character moment. Exactly. Except now I don't think it's a TV show. I think we're in a simulation. Wow. Wait, is that yeah. why it's called Sims? Yeah. That only just... Cl- uh, see, I'm the biggest <laughs> noob. <laughs> I'm the biggest noob. But um, I have this... like I think I'm maybe six or seven generations deep now on this new Sims world. Um, and I've kind of gone a little bit crazy because originally a lot of people when they do Sims, they play it in a way where it's like you have one... Per- you start off with one person, mm-hmm. you get married, you have one kid... And then you focus on that kid once the p- parents die, right? And right. so it's that it, that's really easy because you're only focusing on one person, one kid at a time. Because kids are a nightmare on Sims. I'll, I was playing like that for a while. And then I was like, this is kind of boring. I always, like, my, my family tree is literally a straight line mm-hmm. because they only ever have one child. And so then I started to have, like, more, more kids. So I started off with having two kids. And then I chose which one I wanted to focus on. I figured out that... In Sims 4, they didn't used to have this in Sims 3, but in Sims 4, you can control multiple family, m- multiple households right. in one world. So it's like and a little so, village. Exactly. Okay. And so I found a world where there's like a lot of like blank land that I can buy and put houses on. And so what I started doing is putting houses on this, all this blank, la- blank land and then moving the children that I don't want to control anymore into those houses. Mm-hmm. And then making them get married and have kids. Right. And then I've been doing that and it's getting me way too deep because I don't control those families. All I do is make them get married and have a kid. So that have you can have multiple sometimes. lines going. Exactly. Right. Because I want my, I want my, my family tree at the moment is really looking like a tree. <laughs> it's looking like one person coming down like the, the, like the trunk. Yeah. And then it has all these roots. Can you it's see insane. a family tree? There's like an option. That's really cool. Yeah. But yeah, I've been doing that a lot and... I'm it's like seven, like seven generations deep. Three of those generations have had multiple children, which means all of those children have had children. And once those children become adults, I will then make them have children. So then you'll be two times that deep. It's going to get deep, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm not moving them around anymore. I used to move them houses, but I'm not doing that anymore. And I also have a graveyard in my <gasps> backyard of my house. Whoa. There's no option to have it somewhere else. There's no oh, like no, no, actual... I wanted it. Oh, you wanted it. Okay. Because... I basically, anytime that my sim dies, like a parent dies or something, yeah, I put them in the backyard so I can see all the people that I've done. Oh, is it uh, very big? I can assume Not that yet. there's a lot of people. I'm only doing the people that I control. Okay. So like, so not the, like the kids. Like for example, yeah. So like for example, I have I had these uh, the first time that I did the parent having two kids. I there's it was a boy and a girl and when the boy became an adult I kicked him out and got him married and he had kids and I started controlling the girl so when the girl died I put her in my backyard but when the brother died I didn't put him in my backyard because he wasn't one of the ones I was controlling right I feel like Like I could control him if I wanted to yeah but I just I didn't want to so I kicked him out I feel like this is why I have never gotten like properly into sims because like Mm. The whole idea of like controlling a person until they've died and then moving on to another person freaks me out. Bro, 
it's really stressful. Sometimes they're really good. Mm. Like some of them are really self-sufficient and it's great. Right. But like there's this one girl and she's not even my direct descendant. She's a spouse and she is awful at looking after herself. Like I'll, because like she had a kid and um, when they become a toddler and a, and a child, that's the really important years to like develop their skills and things so that they become like successful. Mm-hmm. And so I'm focusing on that child also because they're really needy and can't do anything for themselves and literally I was like not focusing on her because it's like if you need to pee go pee Uh. if you need to eat go eat if you need to shower do that if you need to sleep do that yeah and I was getting the husband to look after the kid and literally I could just see in the bottom corner that her like little box was red what does that mean what is going on with you I click on it means like something's like bad like either like they're like, they have a lot of needs that haven't been met and things like that. Right. And I clicked on it and literally it's, like, the bars for – so there's, like, bars for each, like, need. So it's, like, going to the toilet, eating, yeah. sleeping, So, like, whether showering. it's depleted or not. Yeah. And so if it's green and near the top, it means that they're fine. But if it's red and near the bottom, it means that they really need to go. Mm-hmm. She was red in the toilet, the shower <laughs> – eating sleeping and fun oh my god and I was like, bro literally there are four bathrooms in this house oh my go god. pee go shower do something like you can look after yourself you're a full adult <laughs> like you, and then like she wouldn't do anything unless i controlled her to do it i was like pick me girl pick me girl bro you're not the person i'm focusing on right now yeah. you don't have a job so i'm not focusing on your career mm-hmm. you're not a child so i'm not focusing on you doing homework like, you're literally with just there to have a child. Mm. I would kill you off if I could, but I don't have the heart to. <laughs> Wait, you you can kill people off? Well, Like, set their houses of. on fire? Not really. Oh. I mean, she almost died in a fire, but Jeez, that was her fault. Of course, she did. Wow, I love how but, we're talking about her like she's an actual person. <laughs> bro, she's so annoying. But, like, if you want to kill someone, like, probably the most common way of killing a sim mm. is, like, locking them in a room like a little room with no windows, no doors, nothing inside, and they'll eventually eventually die because they'll like starve to death or die of sleep deprivation or something. My, no one can see my face, but my mouth just dropped. (laughs) When I was younger, when I was like 10 and I started playing this game, I literally would just, that's all I would do is just kill off people. Oh my God. It was, I don't know. I just really liked to like lock them in a little room and see how long it took them to die. That reminds me of you setting fire to the trees in Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i also liked um i also like doing that because the grim reaper comes and like oh, takes your person away yeah and you can talk to the grim reaper and i would always try and make my person like flirt with the grim reaper so they could get married <laughs> wait they mm, you can do th- no why why is that even allowed in the game <laughs> it's right in in one of the um in one of the expansion packs that i have you have like um, holidays, and they have like a version of Christmas. I think it's called like Winterfest. Yeah. And like the their version of Father Christmas comes to your house, and he stays there like for a while, like a, for a few hours. And it's so annoying. Say you're gonna have a Grim Reaper babies. <laughs> I've, I've I've never had one, but I've seen people who have had Grim Reaper babies. No way. But they change it in Sims Four. Oh, okay. What else has happened other than Sims? Um. Well, as I said before, has been having some really crazy dreams and i'm pretty sure it's because of sims Sims. Mm -hmm. um just seriously wacko the other night i had a dream and this is oh it freaked me out like scared me freaked me out yeah i had a dream that i killed people jeez anna so i had a dream no no but it wasn't like graphic but it was just like kind of spooky because like i had i don't know what happened but i was like inside and like um my mum had come back in, back inside from our backyard and we have a tennis court in my backyard mm-hmm. she'd come back inside and she looked at me and she goes Anna did you kill another person <laughs> and I was like what are you talking about and she goes there's a dead body in the backyard oh my god and I was like no I killed the first one but I don't know about that one maybe it was Karina Karina's my younger sister and she was like freaking out and she was like oh because you know it must have been a really brutal attack because they were struggling and there's like their nail marks in the tree and all this stuff. And I was like, what the heck? And then I started like in the dream having like flashbacks to me killing somebody, but not that person. It was somebody else. Mm. And 
I was like hitting them over the head. Oh my god! And I was like, remember that? And I was like, maybe. And then I, in the dream, started thinking like, maybe I did kill this person and like disassociated from it, and just don't remember. Yeah. And then I started thinking like, well, if I was like insane, like they're not gonna convict me because that's not who I am. Like I had a break of sanity, mm-hmm. so like it's not my fault. And I started like reasoning with it. Yeah. And then I walked outside to go and have a look at the body and see if it would like bring back anything but then as soon as I went to go look at it I woke up but when I woke up I thought that I didn't think that that body was real but I thought that me killing the first person was real did you see the body like did you see the person not the uh, the first one I did who was it can you say that on here no but I will tell you but Um, I was freaking out because it was somebody that I knew that I originally killed. And in my head, when I first woke up, I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen this person in like months. Mm -hmm. Like maybe they're missing and I killed them. Oh yeah. Sometimes dreams like that mean something. And I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God. And then I I was like lying there with my eyes open and I didn't want to sit up because I thought there was going to be a dead body on my floor. Oh my God. And I was like, I was like lying there. I was like, and it was like, I think it was maybe like 5 a.m. Yeah. And then I like sat up and I was like looking around like, Holy oh my shit. God. And there was nothing there. And like my, my blind was open. I could see out to the, like the tennis court. And I was like thinking just about like, oh my God, there could be a dead body there. But like, I just thought that was so random because I've never, uh, mm, mm. no, I've never had a dream about killing somebody. Talking about dreams and death, like... I've also been having dreams where my dad keeps dying. <gasps> yeah. Oh, safe. oh sorry, I'm just knocking on wood. <laughs> yeah, and not just me. Like, my sister's been having dreams about, like, just family members dying as well, which is, like, really, really weird. Um, nothing's provoking it, though, which is also the weird thing like I don't usually have dreams of death but I end up crying in my dream and then I'll wake up crying but mm. not like my, my sister will cry and in her dream and she'll wake up and she's like actually crying in real life but mm. for me like I'll wake up with that kind of like you know when you're crying really hard and you can feel it in your chest for the people that don't actually <laughs> aren't that sensitive you won't understand <laughs> but yeah I was like literally like heaving in my dream and I woke mm. up and I was heaving, but there was no, mm. like, water or anything on my face. That's so weird. Yeah. And, and and I've also been having a lot of dreams of my dad re- getting remarried. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I talked to my mom. I was like, mom, I had this dream. Dad got remarried. You were there, but you didn't care. That's so crazy. Yeah. I cried about him, not, like, about him getting remarried because, obviously, like, mm. like no one really wants their parents to like split up but I, I was like not I was kind of neutral about the whole thing in the dream mm. and then I um I remember starting to think like oh my god what if he chooses to move out of the house like of course if he was getting remarried he wouldn't <laughs> want to live with his ex-wife um yeah and I was like well what if he decides to have children and then in my my dream my sister was with me and we were just mm. sitting at like the dinner table and our dad was at the kitchen and um I was like to her oh my god like what if he decides that he's when like he doesn't want us anymore and he loves the other family more and that's what caused me to cry (laughs) yeah not even in any of the other things but um yeah weird I don't know what it means though like that's so weird oh that's so weird have you ever had a um a lucid dream a couple times like I have this recurring uh, feature of my lucid dreams this this is how I know I'm lucid dreaming I can fly really yeah wow can, you got more powers than I like, have it's kind of weird you know I think maybe it comes with playing Minecraft since like the age of like 10 <laughs> but I yeah. you know how like in Minecraft in like creative mode you can just fly like, you, you just, just go, go up. up yeah yeah that's what I do I just say no, I don't even say anything. I just like kind of put all my energy into my shoulders and like down my legs Damn. and I float up and I can like hover over like all these places, but I have to like actually put in motions like swimming in the air type of motions. That's yeah. the only way I can move around. If I don't do that, then I'll just keep going, <laughs> keep going up. 
So you have that every time, every time that you lose a dream. Every time. You do that. Yeah. But is it like, is that the only thing like when you're lucid dreaming is that you do that or do you have like, are you in a different scenario? Um, I can wake up in a dream within a dream. Does that make sense? Like, I will... so like you don't wake up to real life. You wake up to being in a dream. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. interesting. I like would wake up in my dream in another dream. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. That's really creepy. I've only like had petrol one. You freak out. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, oh, I've only had one and I got into like lucid dreaming like a few months ago. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, no, maybe last year or something. Just because I was like, you know, I actually how I got into it because of um, everyone on TikTok doing like shifting. Oh, uh, right. And, but everyone was shifting to like Harry Potter and I'm not, I'm not into Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And also like all the things, my brain moves too fast. Yep. So like all the things that they were telling you to do is basically like meditation and I suck at meditation. Yeah. Because they say like, clear your mind. Oh. And do you know what I do when I clear my mind? <laughs> it's just a cow walking in with a blank whiteboard. Not even joking. It's that. And then like words get written across it like blank, blank gets written across the whiteboard by the cow. <laughs> It's it's been like that since grade five. Oh my god! We would do meditation in grade five, and I would live it, and it's like clear your mind, and a, and a cow would walk across, and I can't, I can't, I just can't like. And then every single time that like I get close to like having a clear mind, yeah, I then become too conscious, and I'm like, I have a clear mind. Oh, you have a clear mind. Yeah, okay, wow, that's cool. You have a clear mind. I do Keep that. that clear mind. Yep, I know exactly oh, so what you mean because yeah. Oh my god, I thought that was just me who goes into those like spirals of awareness. Yeah. Yes, and then I'm like, I can feel myself breathing. Yeah, Ooh, I can feel my fingers. Oh, this is kind of weird. And then if you lie there for too long, your body goes numb. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I can't feel my, I can't feel anything. Oh my god, I can't feel anything. This is so Sleep weird. paralysis. <laughs> yes, demons come get me. <laughs> but like that was too difficult for me. Like, I yeah. couldn't do this shifting thing. And there's like these. They always have this elevator one, and my mind wanders. They have this elevator one where you're supposed to like close your eyes. You pretend that you're going, you're in an elevator mm-hmm. and a person from like your desired reality is in the elevator with you and you can yeah. see them and you're going up these floors and every time you go up these floors, you're supposed to imagine that person, like being with that person, talking to that person, right? Yeah. My brain can't focus on going up the levels and talking to the person at the same uh. time. So like I'm going up the levels and I can see the elevator and then like I stop. And then I have to refocus onto the person mm-hmm. and it just doesn't work. It was too difficult for me. So I was like, you know what, let's just try lucid dreaming. And the only thing they really said was like, before you go to sleep, like just like think about lucid dreaming mm-hmm. and then you'll lucid dream. Yeah. And so I had this really weird lucid dream. Like I wasn't lucid dreaming the whole time, but it was like chapters of like a book. Oh. And like I started off in space. It was like Wally. I started off in space mm-hmm. and the earth was like gone to like rubbish. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I need to save Earth. And I got shot down in this, like, cannon to Earth and I, like, landed on Earth and everything. I was at my house and everything was, like, overgrown and there was, like, no humans or anything. And I went into my bedroom and I, like, looked around. It was, like, there was, like, flashing lights and things. And and I was, like, this is so weird. Like, this looks like my bedroom. Sounds apocalyptic. And then I walked into my, my corridor and I went to, like, my bathroom and I stood there and I was, like, I literally said to myself, oh, I'm in a dream. And then I realized that I was in a dream and I was like, oh my God, I'm lucid dreaming. And it was so weird. Like my, I don't know, but I got this weird feeling in my head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so weird. And then I was like, so I can make anything happen. And so I'm like standing there and I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking about. And then I saw my sister walk out of like her bedroom. Oh, and so I was, was like, And I was like, oh, I made you appear. Oh. And she was like, yeah, because she was up in space. Yeah. Last time I knew. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you like teleported me down here. And then she like, she, she like disappeared. And then uh, my boyfriend, who was not my boyfriend at the time, appeared. And I was like, where are you going? And he was like, you have to let me go. Oh. And I was like, and I was like crying. And he like walked away into this light. And then I was standing in my bathroom and I was like, okay, one last thing has to like happen. Like I have to make something else happen. And this like pig walked through my door but it wasn't like it was like it was like a toy pig but it was like it could motion like it was like a soft toy but it was walking is this pig like the pig that ollie sleeps with every night ollie's my dog yeah kind of really wow yeah 
and it was like walking and I was like, and I could feel it become very, I could feel everything becoming very unstable. Like the house was like shaking and everything was like wavering. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wake up because yep. I can't control this state. Like this is so weird. Yeah. And then I woke up and I was like, yeah, it felt so real. Like it felt like, yeah, I was there. I don't think I've ever so had crazy. something that vivid before. That sounds hectic. Oh. Oh my god oh scary but it was really cool i've never had it happen since yeah and i really want it to happen you, again. you try and it never works right yeah that usually happens with me like i'll try to think of lucid dreaming like you said like if you think of lucid dreaming before you sleep it usually works mm. but for me i will go to sleep with the intention of lucid dreaming mm. never can do it so renee what's been going on with you me okay so um the last couple of weeks I've been trying to get like my health back on track and just mm-hmm. like get myself more active because before lockdown, lockdown, I mean, we are in lockdown, lockdown <laughs> 6.0, I signed up to go to the gym because Anna influenced mm-hmm. me literally like two weeks after we go into lockdown. Yeah. So I was like, damn it. I was actually really enjoying going to the gym. So what am I going to do? Well, I decided that I was going to be active, but I wasn't active. I became a couch potato, didn't really do anything. I mean, not saying being a couch potato was bad, but I mm. like literally felt like there was something missing in my life and it was definitely just being like active. Um, I'm the type of person who will literally like stand in front of the microwave while I'm waiting for my food to like heat up and use the timer as like a mini hit workout, like countdown. So yeah, that's, Something something I've been trying to do to get back into a healthier mindset is waking up early. Uh, and by early, I mean like 6.15 um, and going for early morning walks with my mum. And usually there'll be about 45 minutes. Um, that's been really good. I failed a couple of times in the first week, but the second week was pretty solid. Like I did it, mm-hmm. I did it every day. Our rest days are Sundays. But honestly, it feels kind of weird not getting up early on a Sunday because mm. honestly, I wish I could say that I, I, I like to think that I'm a morning person. Like I really do. It's it's the action of waking up so early where you're so <laughs> groggy and stuff that really puts yeah. me off it. Um, but like once you do like kind of wake yourself up a bit, your day is so much longer. Like, yeah. It feels so good. You get so much done. You feel more productive and like, I don't know, everyone else should do it. Wake up early because <laughs> there are crazy people that wake up at like 4.30 in the morning and then... Oh, I couldn't do that. Me neither. But like 6.30 is doable for me at least. I find yeah. that it's... it's. I um, I was waking up at like 10.30, 11 o'clock. I hate that. It makes me feel so unproductive for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like why I just I don't need. do anything. I had to do something. That's because I didn't want to feel like that anymore. And it'd been like a solid like a month and a half of doing that. Mm. Did not want to do it anymore. So, yeah, I've been trying to do, I guess, okay, I go through periods in my life where I I feel super motivated to getting back into a healthy lifestyle, right? And people on TikTok are now calling it that girl routines. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I watch a girl from – uh, Switzerland. Her name's um, ja- Jasmine Reinhardt, I think. Mm. She doesn't make videos as much anymore, but I watched her back when she was like really, really popular um, on her account, her channel called Yusuf, and she did. She was really popular for her productivity day videos, and that was because during then I was like, yeah, I think year nine, year ten, and I was at my peak, like. Yes, yeah, study, study really hard <laughs> so I can do well in my year 12 exams and then yeah, be really proud of myself, right? And, yeah. like, she was literally the original, like, that girl. She would wake up at 4.45, go for a morning mm-hmm. run, have a shower, meditate, do yoga, and then she would get on with her, like, schoolwork um, mm-hmm. from, like, 8.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning. I wanted that, but also I was, like, not <laughs> – motivated enough so i've been trying to like implement like similar things but using discipline rather than motivation to like get me to do it 
I know that in a lot of books that have like habits to success, like type things in it, they always say like discipline is like your main, your best friend. Like you don't want motivation to keep you going because it never lasts. Yeah. If you can train your body to wake up at 6.30, it doesn't matter if you're motivated to get up at Mm 6.30, you'll be up at 6.30 because your body tells you wake up Mm -hmm. and you won't be able to get to sleep. And that's like the aim. I think it's like I heard like, we did this thing like year eight. We like, you do like goal setting, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, and it's like, it takes 30 days to get into a habit. Really? So oh, like, actually, I think I've heard that. Uh, what else did I do this yeah. week? I went to the GP. <laughs> um, I don't like going to the doctor, number one, because now that I'm 19 or an adult, I have to pay uh, for my appointments. Um, so, like, I always walk to the doctor, um, like, because mm. of COVID and because the doctor's clinic is so small, they make people wait mm. in their cars um, so they don't overcrowd yeah. the waiting room. And, like, literally, she was like, so, Renee, did you walk here? And I'm like, I mean, <laughs> she goes, so, Renee, did you drive here? And I'm like, no, I walked. She goes, oh, okay, then I'll just get you to wait in, like, the seating area. Um, mm. But it's just so bizarre being asked if I drove because I live so close. Mm. That, like, I've never driven, ever. Yeah. Um, so I found that kind of funny. But, yeah, I went to the doctor because I have um, – for people who don't know me very well, I don't even know if you know this, but my skin is highly prone to infection. Um, I, like, get – this is TMI, trigger warning for anyone who doesn't like talking about skin infections. But I get cysts, like, a lot – especially when I was younger and I'd graze myself, like the chances of it getting infected, even if I put a Band-Aid and Betadine and everything, it would always get kind of worse before it got better. Um, Mm. It could never just scab like a normal person. It would always get (laughs) infected and it'd get really gross. Um, And it's on my record. I would go to the doctor to get like steroid creams and stuff and like Mm. um, anti pro what is wrong with me? I was going to say probiotics. <laughs> Antibi- ant- anti- Antibiotics? Yeah. Why couldn't I say it? <laughs> Why couldn't I say it? Okay. Antibiotics. Why does that sound so wrong to me though? Oh, whatever. We'll move on from that. Anyway. So yeah, I went to the doctor and I picked this doctor because he is known for like being a skin specialist. Like he, he can check people's skin for cancer and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. my um, family doctor wasn't available for like the next like six days. Anyway, I have this rash on my calf and I've had it for like three months and it won't go away. Like I will literally like put every kind of steroid cream that I have on hand because I've had so many infections Mm. that I have all of these prescribed medications that I never finished. I just like took turns each day, like putting a different one to see like which one would get rid of it. And um, it always got worse when I like showered because like the heat I think would like make it irritated or whatever so my boyfriend mm. literally forced me to go see the doctor after like several months of just like being really annoyed at the fact that it would go away and then come back and then go away and it'd come back yeah so I wanted to get um to the bottom of it so I went to the doctor and literally he told me and this is why I hate going to the GP literally told me there's nothing you can do about it it looks like eczema Ugh, he goes it that. looks like eczema you've got a history of eczema on your record um Look, we might never know what it actually is ever. And I'm like, great. Thank you. Thank you for that. This is going to be so a $70 appointment just for you <laughs> to tell me that I can't do anything about it. But while I was there, because as we mentioned in the episode last week, I'm vegetarian and I have been for the last like almost seven years now. Um, I decided that it was finally time for me to do the adult thing and get a blood test. <laughs> and I hate needles. Like absolutely terrified. Um, I think, who was it? There was a guy at school, our school, who chased me around mm-hmm. with a needle. Oh, wait, was it our school? No, it was in primary school. I'm still scarred by this. <laughs> Sorry, he's never going to listen to this, but he chased I'm me around with a, <laughs> he, he chased me around with a thumbtack and he kept like, you know, when people have like webbed like skin, ooh, 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 ooh. he Sorry. would stick it through. <laughs> <laughs> he would stick it through. Bro, I'm squeamish. I'm squeamish. Sorry, sorry. Trigger warning, Anna. 
That's why I could never be a doctor. He would take it out and he would chase me around with it and he would threaten to like pin me. And I was terrified. Anyway, so yeah, that didn't really help my fear That's of needles. disgusting. I hated immunization days at school as well. Like absolutely hated it. So I'm getting my second dose for my COVID vaccine tomorrow and I hate needles, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Take right? one for the team. Yep. Double vax, baby. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I went to the doctor. I got my um, – actually, first of all, I got something removed on my eyelid. Um, and he used a needle to remove it as well. Because I asked for a referral to a dermatologist, but he said, I can just do it for you and you'll save $200. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Go for it. So he mm. – um, it's called milia. I don't know if you know what it is, but – Babies get it when they're first born. It's like those white spots they have on their, like, nose and stuff. Um, right. You can sometimes get adult milia and it's just, like, build up of, like, collagen and, like, right cholesterol in, under the skin. And I think it's mostly genetic, but I'm the only one in my family who has it. So there's something I'm doing wrong, even though I take care of my skin very well. Anyway, I got that removed. It was on my eyelid. And the only reason I wanted to get it removed was because it was bigger than all the other ones I have on my face. And also it was right in the crease of my eyelid. So it was a little bit annoying every time, like, I had my eyes open, I guess. Mm. Um, So, yeah, he, like, got a needle and, like, got it off. So I had a cotton ball and, like, tape over my eye. I think you – did you see the video I posted? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I had a cotton ball over my eye. And funny thing about me is that I'm short-sighted. And I have significantly different um, degree of short-sightedness in both my eyes. And my left eye is my good eye. And that's the eye that got taped Mm. down. And my right eye is like literally, I think I'm legally blind, like in that eye. So really, I literally could not see the nurse. I couldn't see the, I couldn't see the doctor after he taped it down. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't see anything. I had my glasses, but I had to hold my eyelid down that whole time I was talking to him. And I literally waddled over to the pathology center to get my blood test after with Mm. this cotton ball on my eyelid (laughs) and the nurse going, hi, are you here for a blood test? I didn't even know what she looked like when I went to her. (laughs) And so she's like, putting the like needle into my arm and she goes so what happened to your eye and I was like oh this is so embarrassing (laughs) now I'm gonna have to explain to people that like I got a cyst (laughs) removed Uh, anyway that's my story about adulting I had to walk home like that as well luckily I didn't drive actually all right let's move on we're gonna talk about sex education now um as promised as promised yeah just like touching on it because Anna's finished it yeah Yeah, because last week, I know it really sounded like I'd finished it, but I hadn't. I still had one episode to go Mm -hmm. that I was putting off because I was terrified. Um, So in the second last episode is when, you know, Jean has the baby Mm -hmm. and she then like starts to drift off as if she's going to die. Yeah. And so when I finished that episode, I was like bawling because I was like, I don't want to watch the next episode because if what I think is going to happen happens, I won't be able to deal with it. Yeah. Like, I will not be able to handle it. And that was that Jean was going to die. Yeah. And so I was freaking out about it. I was like, I can't watch the last episode because I will not, like, emotionally or psychologically be able to handle her dying. Yeah. Like, that is just out of the question. And so I put it off and my sisters had watched it. And I had said, like, um, I'd said to them, I haven't watched the last episode yet because... I'm scared that what I think is going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. And my sisters go, mm, well, you're right. <laughs> and like, I didn't tell them. I didn't tell them what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. But like, I assumed that from the second last episode that they would think the same thing as me. Right. Yeah. And so they were like, well, maybe you shouldn't watch it then. So and they were pulling like, a leg. They're pulling a leg that whole no, time. I think that they thought I was talking about Adam and Eric breaking up. Oh. Which was also equally devastating yeah but like when i i was like freaking out about it and then i watched it and she didn't die and I was like, god. thank god yeah but um i bawled my eyes out in that poem that adam read yeah like that first of all just summed mm-hmm. up his character development mm-hmm. perfectly and then just like obviously they didn't end like badly like i do like the way that they ended in that they both knew that they weren't going to get married. They both yeah. knew they weren't going to be together forever. But it was just like... Sad. First love. I know, yeah. 
So sad. Just like the way I, okay, I'm like getting a lot of sex education, um, like fan pages recommended to me on my Instagram feed. Mm -hmm. And a lot mm-hmm. of them are like, is it bad that I want Raheem and Adam to end up together? Yeah, literally. <laughs> I think they would be so good together. Yeah. Like really, really both very soft men. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't hurt each other. No, I like, I just, but also I think that they'd be just really good friends as well. It might be better like, for the storyline if they just stay friends. Do you reckon that it's going to be another season? Yeah, I think it's confirmed. Is there? I'm pretty sure it is confirmed. Because when they left off that that season, it felt like it was the end. Mm. It felt like that this is we're rounding everything off. You know, they're um, graduating. These two that we were like hope like um, Maeve and Otis, who we were hoping get together, don't get together, get together, don't get together, mm-hmm. get together, and then she leaves. Yeah, which was the worst freaking. Yeah, that whole thing was ridiculous. I, I don't like that they're still focusing on them as like oh neither do I neither do I like just the whole like oh, I don't know what it was but I think I felt like it was way too it was kind of pointless mm-hmm. to like make them get together like I know I understand like probably in the last scene like the whole goal was like the audience would be like crying because like oh my god they finally got together and just to leave I didn't cry mm. I cried more in the scene where Adam was at the dog show and his parent, his mum was so proud of him. Yep. I was bawling my eyes out in that scene. But the last scene when she leaves, I just didn't care. At that point, I was like, I'm sick of this back and forth thing. Yeah. You barely even interacted the entire season. I like, have a theory that if they were are to make a sec- uh, fourth season, which I- I'm pretty sure I read that they have confirmed that they will be writing a fourth mm. season. Um, they just don't know when they'll start filming because of like COVID, COVID and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I have a theory that she will go to the program in America, but she'll come back early because of like bad behavior or something. Bad behavior or do you reckon she'll just hate it? Maybe she'll hate it. And then I think that Otis and Ruby will have gone together in that time. That's <gasps> okay. At least that's what I'm hoping. I'm putting that out into the universe. Look, we I'm I'm hoping, like I do like them together, but also Otis is kind of an asshole. Yeah, true. Like I like them together because I think she is like she has potential for really great character development. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, this show is very good at taking bad supposedly side characters yeah. and bad people and giving them really good storylines and character arcs. Maybe that they've and done like, that too much and they've neglected the main characters. Yeah. I think that they have. But, like, I don't know. Like, I want her to, like, be happy. But, like, he was just, like, eh. mm. And I think he, he – I don't think he'd ever love her. Just because, like, he's always so fixed on Maeve. Mm. Actually, you know what? The first season when they don't get together is just so stupid. I honestly thought like, when in she the second kisses, season. Like, when he kisses Ola. Oh, yeah. Like – that just like pissed me off, and it was like that. No, I hate that sort of thing. Like in anything, though. Like, I watch a lot of sitcoms, and I hate in sitcoms where like a situation occurs because people don't communicate. Mm-hmm. Pisses me off. Mm. It's like you are an idiot. You would not be in this situation if you just talk to them. <laughs> if you just sit, like instead of just being like, never mind. You know that you like each other. You know, like you can get a vibe from somebody. Like, just say to him, or you, or Otis, you say to her, I really like you. Mm-hmm. Let's be together. Mm-hmm. Or kiss. Or something. Like, just communicate with they each other. They did that Seriously. all the way until the third season as well. Like, she'd be like, no. He'd be like, Maeve. And then she'd be like, yes. And then. And then never mind. He will, yeah, he will, he will literally be like, Maeve. And then his intention is to say, like, I still like you. Yeah. But it just. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. it just annoys the crap out of me because, like, it's 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 more forgivable in the writers in, like, at the end of season three – wait, how many seasons are there? Three, three seasons. Yeah. At the end of season two, yep. when What's-His-Face – what's his name again? Wheelchair boy. Oh, Isaac. That's so disrespectful. Isaac. When he deletes the voicemail, okay, that is an acceptable, that is, okay, I don't like Isaac for that, Yeah. but it's an acceptable, like, 
plot where they wouldn't know that they like each other because somebody interfered with it. Yeah. That makes sense because he was communicating and something happened in that communication. Mm-hmm. All the other times is literally just because they didn't communicate and it annoyed the heck out of me. So I just wanted to talk about um, lockdown. Lockdown. Why do I keep saying lockdown? Lockdown fatigue or lethargy. So something that I've literally experienced in every single lockdown that we've experienced that is longer than maybe a couple of weeks. Literally, mm. it's for anyone who hasn't heard of it. It's have you heard of it, Anna? What lockdown? Um, like yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So, yeah, for anyone who hasn't heard of it... I don't know why I acted so confused just then, but (laughs) yes, yes. It's basically just a state of, like, rundownness. Like, you lack energy. It's fatigue, but it's simply because you're stuck at one spot for way too long. Mm -hmm. And you can't do things that bring you, like, novelty experiences or, like, kind of replenish your energy and stuff like that. And for someone like me who likes being at home... It's, it's a bit complicated because, like, I like being at home, but then I would have, have days where I absolutely hate it and I would go for, like, three, four walks a day mm. just to feel something. Um, and I guess that's why I've kind of, like, as I said earlier on in the episode, that I've implemented the that girl routine by getting up early and going for walks in the morning with my mum and, like, kind of setting out a routine so I feel a bit more structured in the day. I pretend I'm working a mm. nine-to-five. Not that I really stick to it because around 11 o'clock is when I start to just go on my phone and like go eat food for no reason. But like, I guess that's how I'm trying to like overcome that feeling of just like uselessness. Um, But I wanted to know how you're dealing with being at home for so long. Well, see, I'm also the type of person who likes to be at home. Mm -hmm. I like to be in the comfort of my own bedroom, in my own bed 24-7. And I guess, like, I don't want to get too personal, but, like, um, I guess my lockdown fatigue is, like, similar to, like, me having, like, a depressive episode. Right. So it's, like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to do anything. And I guess maybe I can't distinguish between them because I have them, like, sprinkled throughout the year regardless of lockdown or not. Yeah. I guess, like, at least recently, I know, like, to force me to get out of bed, um... Uh, growing the plants that I've been growing. Mm-hmm. By the way, the sunflower ones are looking really cute. Like they're like, oh, I'll show you later. Um, but I've been doing that because that forces me to actually have to take care of something because yeah. I don't want to let it die. I recently I've been seeing my boyfriend a lot, mm-hmm. which I don't normally do. Normally, like we'll see each other maybe like once or twice a week. Right. But I've seen him every day except for today. Yep. Um, which has been really good. For me and for our relationship. What else do I do to help me? I guess like going to work also helps. Like I think that's like a good thing for me is that I at least once or twice a week I am forced to have to get out of the house and interact with people that are like not my family members and not my boyfriend. Yep. And having to be in that like stressful environment kind of like wakes you up mm-hmm. and like then kind of makes me more appreciative of the fact that I can stay at home the next day and not have to do anything Mm -hmm. which then makes the next day like easier to like deal with because like oh I'm not gonna have to do that I'm not gonna have to like do anything today and be tired because I had work yesterday and I guess oh also baking (gasps) okay we can both relate to that (laughs) top tip if you want like your cookies to have like a gooey not gooey but like a chewy soft interior but like a really crunchy satisfying to bite in texture on the top spray it with water Mm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Tried and tested. I've done it. Yes. Do you refrigerate your cookies? Mm, not all the time. The last ones that we made, because after you bought me that um, like dessert box, my sister mm. really wanted to like find a recipe that tasted like the <laughs> rainbow uh, confetti cookies. Oh, really? Yeah. So we tried making cookies that day to replicate the ones mm. that you got me. And it was pretty close. Um, it just wasn't as thick. We made like thinner ones. But those ones we had to refrigerate. But when I make cookies just like when I want to and I don't really follow a recipe, I never refrigerate them. Which I probably should because mm. I probably turn out better. But no, not really. You? Yeah. My uh, – I just get like bored. I don't want to like have to wait to do it. Mm. You know Because like cookies don't take that long if you're just like throwing them straight in the oven. Because mm-hmm. like cookies literally take like between 9 to 15 minutes to bake. Literally. 
and and then um everything else like doing like the prep and like mixing it together takes like 20 minutes the waiting time for the fridge is like another hour added to it exactly they like some of the recipes like suggest like i do this um chocolate and caramel salt like chocolate and salted caramel cookie and it suggests like leave in the fridge for two hours yeah like bro i don't have the patience Mm. to wait two hours all right yeah what media recommendation do you have um i have a song to recommend and it's like not a new song but it's called Show Me How by Men I Trust. <gasps> I love and that song. Literally, I was listening to it on the way to work. I just had it on repeat. It makes me feel like I'm in a, a movie. Right? Yeah. It makes me feel like, it makes me feel like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in the car and someone who's like in love with me, but I'm not in love with them, is sitting next to me. And I'm just like looking over and they're like looking at me like, oh my God, she's so mm-hmm. beautiful. And I'm just like, and I like, I just, you know, keep talking and yeah. just like looking at me. That's how I feel when I listen to this song. I thought it was just me when I thought that like, because that, that's my go-to song when I'm going for a walk. Like oh, really? the whole like, show me how. And it's like, oh, yeah. feel it. Like, and then oh. makes you feel good. I'm having visions of you. Literally. It's like, yeah. I feel like I'm elegant. Mm-hmm. I feel so nice. It feels like um, literally yeah. if La Vie on Rose was like a feeling. Yeah. It's, that's the feeling. I feel like the center of attention. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Um, I have um, a movie not to recommend. Oh, okay. One that I was very disappointed with. Um, Yesterday I watched Jennifer's Body. Oh, is that because it's like what twelve years since it came out? Is that what made you want to? I don't know, it? but I keep on seeing it on my Instagram and my TikTok. Right, and I've never seen it. Like I know the story, I know like the basis of it. And yeah, Megan Fox is in it, and she's gorgeous. And so I watched it, and I was just like so disappointed. It was an hour and forty minutes of a story that could be literally could have been told in thirty minutes. Oh. The whole the whole premise. Literally, I could tell you the story and you would get it, and you wouldn't even tell need me because I like, actually haven't watched watch it. it. So it's basically about this girl, and her name's Anita. Oh, really? And they call her Needy. <laughs> they call her Needy. Yeah. And um, this girl Anita, she is in a psych ward because of some things that happened when she was in high school right. that made her go crazy, and she. Um, does some bad things so she becomes she's best friends with this girl jennifer who is the one that megan fox plays Mm -hmm. and uh, jennifer is like the really popular girl and needy is like the really dorky girl Mm -hmm. and they go to this bar um because jennifer had this band that jennifer really likes and she wants to hook up with one of the with the lead singer Mm -hmm. and literally um they go there and the the band is really creepy and the whole place burns down and a lot of people die. Oh, my God. And they basically, like, take Jennifer with them. She goes off somewhere and we go back to Needy's house and all of a sudden Jennifer's there and she's covered in blood. Oh. She vomits off this thing. Obviously, something's gone on, something, like, demonic or something has happened. Yeah. Then the next day at school, everything's normal. Um, then um, – Wait, she vomits something. Like morning... She vomits, like, this black stuff up. Oh, and um, then they go to school. Everyone's mourning because a whole bunch of people died in a fire. Um, Jennifer doesn't care. And she goes and eats some dude in the backwoods. Uh-huh. And then the teacher finds the guy dead. Oh and they're all crying over that. And so basically the whole thing is she eats the souls and like body parts of boys. <gasps> and it gives her like power. And then gives, like, gives her energy. And she does it like every month. I think it's. I think it's supposed to be like a take on like a girl's menstrual cycle type of thing. Oh, and I would like, not have gotten like that. Every month, every month, like towards the end of the month when she hasn't eaten any boys, she gets really like ugly. Her skin starts to break out. Her hair becomes gross, oh. and um, she starts to get really tired. Yeah. And then when she eats the boy and has like all the blood, she becomes like really. Her skin is beautiful. Her hair is amazing. Right. And she gets a lot of energy. And so basically, um, Needy has this boyfriend and Jennifer becomes interested in him, but obviously she's trying to protect her boyfriend and then she ends up killing this other guy and eating him and um, she then tells Needy about it 
and she's like, get out of my house. You're so weird. <laughs> um, I don't want to be friends. Like, you're evil, basically. Yeah. Because what had happened was when she got taken away by the band, um, they had used her as a sacrifice to Satan to get their band famous. And so they said they needed a virgin to sacrifice to Satan and they'd get famous, but she lied and she's not actually a virgin. Yeah. So she ends up being possessed by this demon and has to eat flesh, basically, oh my to God. live. So she was normal up and until then, the band incident. Yeah, oh. yeah. And then, um, so then, basically, she, um, Needy breaks up with her boyfriend because she doesn't want him to go to the school dance because she's worried that Jennifer's going to try and eat him. Mm -hmm. So then he goes anyway because, I don't know, and then Jennifer takes him and goes to kill him and then um, Needy finds them in, like, the pool or something and she knows that she's gone to kill the boyfriend. Yeah. And she, like, attacks her and tries to save him and then she attacks back and goes, I'm going to eat your soul. And Needy goes, oh, I thought you only ate boys. And then and then um, Jennifer goes, I go both ways. Oh. She's bisexual. Yeah. And then um, the boy, like, stabs Jennifer in the stomach and then she runs away because she's not dead. Yeah. And then, because she can just heal herself. Yeah. And then the boyfriend dies. Oh, no. And then the girl, and then Needy, goes in she breaks into like jennifer's room when she's about to go to sleep and then this whole fight scene that i skipped because it was so boring <laughs> and she stabs her in the heart with a box cutter oh. and then the mum walks into the room because she has ruckus and sees that needy has stabbed her in the heart and that she's dead and she gets taken away and sent to a psychiatric hospital but she got bitten. Oh, she got bitten by her. So she de absorbed some of her powers and she can now hover. That's literally the entire story. And I told you that in like five minutes. That's all she got from getting bitten. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically she could like, and, and she she's a really good kicker. So at the end of the movie, she kicks open the thing and walks out of the hospital. Which I don't know why she didn't just do that from the beginning, but. Yeah, that's the entire story. What the hell? Uh... This reminds me of Anita, my sister, Anita, um, telling me about the story of um, Get Out, the thriller movie. Have you seen mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it? I saw it in cinemas. I don't really remember remember much of it. It was like year nine. Right. Yeah. No, my sister watched it with her friend and she just explained to me because I'm not someone who can watch thriller or horror, anything that has jump scares mm. or like death in like the supernatural forms. Um, and mm -hmm. my sister just like recapped the story of Get Out to me in like 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, I feel like I don't need to watch it because yeah. I didn't want to watch it. But the storyline was like pretty interesting. But she said that you could literally like know the entire storyline by watching the last 10 minutes of the movie. Do you have a recommendation? My book recommendation is Emily Henry's People... Okay, so there are two titles. I think there's like an American one and then there's like an Australian one. Yeah. The way I heard of the book, it was called People You Meet on Vacation. But when I went mm -hmm. to the bookstore to go buy it, the girl was like, I have no idea what book you're talking about. We don't have it. <laughs> and I'm like, it's by Emily Henry. And she's like, we've got you and me on vacation. I'm like, I don't think that's it. <laughs> and, then I, and then I got it and then I, I searched up on Google and it literally came up as the same book. So, mm. yeah, I bought this yeah. as, a, as a lockdown read. I read it in... I think over three or two days, um, mm -hmm. which is pretty quick for me because I don't read very often. But this is a really good book, Anna. I will lend this to you next time I see you. You should read it. It is okay. everything you love about a good rom-com, rom about two best friends mm -hmm. who literally live in each other's life for like a decade and a half to two decades and they don't do anything. Like they obviously have feelings, but like – it's a very like, will they, won't they, or right person, wrong time type thing. Right. And then eventually, right, yeah, yeah. you know, it kind of ties together really nicely at the end, which is what leaves you really satisfied. It's not like mm -hmm. one of those books where it's like, seriously, like I read, I put hours into this and it didn't even end the way I wanted it to. This <laughs> is like a advanced Wattpad novel. Oh, oh, I do like a good Wattpad. Yeah. It's a really good book. Um, and I really want to read her other books because she's really 
apparently she's a really good Emily Henry. So mm-hmm. I recommend that one. All right. That's well, good. do we want to outro this? Yeah, let's outro this stuff. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this longer podcast today. Yeah, this is it. We had a lot to talk about. A big one. Um, yeah, we hope that you enjoyed it and um, had fun listening and doing whatever else you're doing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I hope that you like our recommendations because yes, I think that they're very insightful in terms of Jennifer's body. Like, I didn't know any of that, <laughs> <laughs> but you compelled me not to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, watch it if you want to, but I'm just saying it's going to waste an hour and 40 minutes of your life. And you're, and the, you're a credible source, so like, Whatever. I am a very credible source. Trust me, I like most movies. Well, no, not like, but I don't dislike movies very much. Mm. And this one, I just... Didn't tick any of the nah. boxes. No. Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. Ap- apart from the fact that Megan Fox is really hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right, all. We'll, we'll do that as our key takeaway of this episode. Um, Megan Fox <laughs> is really hot. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to take away anything <laughs> from that, take, take that. <laughs> Literally. All right, well, we will speak to you all next week. Yeah, hopefully. We hope that you guys have a great week as well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we have hopefully a great week. have a good week. <laughs> hopefully. hopefully we have an interesting week. It's, yeah. So that you guys will have something to listen to. All right, thank you, everybody. We'll catch you next